Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Women's Sports Matter, your one-stop shop for all things women's sports, and dare I say, your favorite community for women's sports. My name is Gianna Belcastro, and I am your host. Today, we are talking about expansion. I was trying to find a clever way to say that we were talking about expansion today, so I hope I tried my best with the title because I didn't didn't just want to say women's sports and expansion because that's lame. Anyway, I hope you're doing well this morning. Hope you're staying hydrated, of course, and let's just jump right into it. For the first time in U.S. history, a men's soccer team will be expanding into San Diego. $500 million expansion fee from Major League Soccer. And this is all due to the success of the San Diego Wave. So you may be thinking, how are they so successful in a year and a half that they are now able to have a MLS franchise, Major League Soccer? They already have a USL team. We don't know what's happening with the USL team yet. But it goes to show you that if you build it, they will come, which is a reference to fill the dreams. Which I don't know if I talked about before, but I played on the real field in an actual baseball game before. I'm only saying this because I'm leaving this week from school. Um, and we're, my mom, her friend, and I are going to dinner in Dubuque which is right near Dyersville, which is where the Field of Dreams is. So that popped into my head. But that's not about expansion. We're talking about expansion. Here's some of the joke titles that I, I almost thought of today. You know, like Conjunction Junction, what's your function? I wanted to play with that a little bit. Maybe I can think this out now because I'm recording... I started recording right before 9 a.m. today, day of. So you get me bright and early this morning, and I'll try my best to bring my energy. (laughs) Being in college means you can't play in your whole life. I was too busy watching Dance Moms last night to care. No, JK. Um, I did watch Dance Moms, but I do care. That's what I'm just kidding about, not caring, because I do. Conjunction, junction. As a what's that function? You do like expansion function. What's that city? Or like, I don't know. I'll think of something. I'll ask ChatGPT. Give me title names for my shows. I've been using ChatGPT for schoolwork because we're allowed to, just so we can like mess with it and see what it comes up with. And it's more of like you get something and then you fix it. Um, and it's really helped me with some of my assignments. So it'll now help me with podcast style creation. But let's get to an expansion. Um, my brain is a mess this early in the morning. <laughs> so today I wanted to talk about the impact of 
expansion and what that means for your city if your team does get one. Also, when will your city get one? And that could be any team. We're talking about three major women's sports leagues in the U.S. The National Women's Soccer League, also known as the NWSL. The Women's National Basketball Association, also known as the WNBA. And the Premier Hockey Federation, also known as the PHF. And if you haven't been following them for a while, they used to be known as the National Women's Hockey League or the NWHL. They rebranded in like 2021. So if you haven't heard about this, well, now you know. So, Kathy Engelbert likes to talk so much about expansion in the WNBA. But it seems like she's got cold feet. It's really hard for a team to expand into this league. The latest new team in the league is the Las Vegas Aces, and they weren't an expansion team. They were a relocation team from the San Antonio Stars. Um, I want to say in like 2018, they moved from San Diego, not San Diego, San Antonio to Las Vegas. And they recently became the first WNBA team to have their own practice facility, I believe. Uh, They released their pictures last week or a week and a half ago. And their training facility is top notch. And I don't know if you saw that video of Sydney Colson getting locked out of the training center. Um, it's very funny. It's like that one football player video with him thinking he was cut. <laughs> it's just Sydney Colson's hilarious. She made a few jokes beforehand and then proceeded to um think she was locked out because her card wasn't working. She just had to take it out. So no biggie, of course. Um But expansion of the W, I feel like, should have happened this year or maybe next year. But it's probably not going to happen until 2025, 2026, two or three years from now. There's a group for Oakland to get one in the Bay. But we really haven't heard about other places. Maybe Portland. Um, I know there was an event at the sports bra, which is, um, the first women's sports bar open in the U S if you haven't heard, it's kind of a big deal. Um, and at this event was Kathy Engelbert, some WNBA players, um, Ari Chambers, I think was there. And I think the mayor of Portland or the governor, I don't remember who off the top of my head. And, you know, people are asking for a team. It's like, do we really need all these teams on the West Coast? I mean, we have the one in California. We have the one in Seattle, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Seattle. Where else? Let me pull up the Sparkle quiz real quick to to, (laughs) do the quiz to ask me to name all the WNBA teams. Maybe we could use another team. We could it could be like the Portland and OL Rain rivalry. Um in the NWSL. But it begs the question, do we need another team there? And my answer to you is no. We don't. I feel like I know it relies heavy on population and team markets and 
But if we really have the same teams or like if we have the same amount of teams per women's sports league, if we have like three Portland teams and three Seattle teams and like three Chicago teams, like I feel like those markets are different. So I don't know if Portland would be right for a new team. You know who I really want to see get a team? Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia makes a great case. Great case for getting a new team. And that, of course, is led by two people, as far as I'm aware. Kalia Copper of the Chicago Sky and Natasha Cloud of the Washington Mystics. They're both from Philly. Um, They do a lot of work over there. And it just seems right, you know? The culture, the history, um, where Don Staley's from. I feel like people have joked a lot about if they ever have a WNBA team in Philadelphia, Don Staley would go and coach that, which she's a hell of a coach. So if you get her to leave her multi-million dollar contract at South Carolina... I don't know if she's the highest paid coach there or if that's the football coach, I think, but she's like up there, either one or two. I, I can't remember. But if you get her leave and to coach your, the first WNBA franchise in Philadelphia, like that's major. And you know that Kalia Copper and Natasha Cloud are going to go hop on that opportunity to be coached by her. Um, so if you have that ability to bring in a team or to create a team like one in Philadelphia, you're going to create a super team right away and have an awesome coach. And the fans, I can see it now. I'm picturing it. Um, Women's sports advocate Kelsey Trainer is always talking about expanding the team, uh, having an expansion team in Philadelphia. So it's just... There's a lot that goes into this, of course, but it's all up to the commissioner, Kathy Engelbert, to have the final say. So if you're hoping for an expansion team soon, I would not hope so much because it's probably not going to happen right away. Obviously, these things take time, but it seems like they don't take a lot of time in the NWSL. And that's because we're maybe a lot more patient than us fans are more patient than WNBA fans or even PHF fans for that matter. NWSL just got three new expansion teams, two that are coming back next year and then another one the year after that. That's absurd how fast that came to be. We have NWSL to the Bay, which I believe is going to be, I want to say in San Jose. I don't think it's actually going to be in Oakland or San Francisco. I think it's going to be in San Jose, which I don't even know if that counts. I'm not from California. I don't know how geography works over there. I've never been there. Um, but NWSL to the Bay was comprised or is comprised of four former U.S. women's national team players. One of them, which happens to be a one and only Brandy Chastain, which if you don't know, she is the iconic woman who took her shirt off after scoring the penalty to win the U.S. a World Cup. And will now forever be enshrined in a, as a statue in front of the Rose Bowl in California. 
She was one of the four. And now there's going to be a team there. I forget the bid that they made, but it was in the tens of millions of dollars. Um, Because those fees, they started off really low, like single digit million, maybe even less than, to since seeing the impact of Angel City and San Diego Wave. This is not even counting the success of racing Louisville because would you even deem that a success at this point based on everything that's happened to that team? Um, those two teams, I feel like they're basing their success also success off of because of how how there's been so much impact in a year of playing in the league. Besides NWSL to the Bay, which I don't know when we're going to get a name for them, we are also having a team in Utah, back in Salt Lake City. It's the Utah Royals, and they're going to be coached by former player Amy Rodriguez, who happened to play for Kansas City, uh, North Carolina Courage. I wonder if she played for Portland. I cannot remember. My brain just doesn't write this AM. Coached at USC, which, funny story about Amy Rodriguez really quick. I'm going to tell a funny story, story about my coworker. I don't think she listens to this show, so doesn't matter. Nebraska soccer played USC last year. Um, we played them in the regular season. We drew with them. I believe it was a nothing-nothing draw. Or was that North Carolina State? That would be South Carolina State. North. I think it was a 1-1 draw. And my coworker went up to her after the game because Amy Rodriguez was the assistant coach at the time and asked for a picture. And I all I did was text my cousin. I was like, hey, A-Rod's here. Um, it's just so cool to see former women's soccer players, professional women's soccer players coaching in the league, like our new volunteer assistant, um, I guess her her position is turning to full-time, so she's going to get paid to be here um, next year. She played in the NWSL and, like, other leagues across Europe, so it's, like, just so cool to see former players coming back into coaching um, for their alma matters. I think that's really cool, and uh, – Amy Rodriguez coming back to coach for the brand spanking new Utah Royals FC in Salt Lake City is going to be fun. Um, we all know her iconic moment when there was that fight in the Utah Royals Portland Lawrence game. If you haven't seen that, you can look up Amy Rodriguez Portland Thorns fight. There's a whole three minutes of nonsense, I think, or even more. Pushes, shoves, punches, whole nine yards. <laughs> so Amy Rodriguez is going to coach this new team, which if you're aware of NWSL stuff, you know this is not a new team. This team shut down in 2020 um, after the team was sold by Deloy Hansen who was a terrible owner and owned Real Salt Lake as well. So with the sale of that, uh, Real Salt Lake still was kept afloat 
and still was a team. I don't know exactly why they were shut down, uh, Utah Royals. But there was a provision in the NWSL for them to come back. I don't know if it was specifically in 2024 or 2023, but if someone were to bring them back, they would be welcome back. They didn't even have to make like have a new name or whatever. They can just be called uh, Utah Royals FC. And I think that's actually a good thing because of it's not like relocation where um, Kansas City, FC Kansas City, was that what it was called? FC Kansas City, who won two championships before being relocated to Utah, that name was not reused. Um, and then after Utah Roy- Utah Royals FC like folded or whatever, they were moved to Kansas City and became the Kansas City Current. But since they were allowed to come back into the league, they will be doing that in 2024 for that season, which is interesting. And then we'll see another expansion draft, which people don't like. We don't want another Kristen Press, Tobin Heath situation where, where, you know, their rights are held by a team that they don't want to play for. Um, Rightfully so, because honestly, who wants to play for Racing Louisville? Who wants to play for those type of teams, you know? Um, That's just my personal opinion. Based off everything I've seen in the news, but I'm not there, so I don't know everything. But based off what I've seen, it's like, why would I want to play for a team like that? Why would I want to play for the Red Stars? Like, why would I want to play for the Portland Thorns? Like, all that stuff going on internally that makes you think, like, well, this isn't a good environment. Um, Again, this is just my personal opinion. Doesn't mean that... It's just based off of news reading. Which, I don't even know if that's, that's the way to go. But from what I've seen... I would feel like some of those environments wouldn't be the best, uh, which is unfortunately how it is in the women's sports world right now. And they're fixing that. Hopefully in the next five years, you won't hear about absolute nonsense, absolute nonsense. Um, and then I'll talk about a breaking news story at the end to why I'm bringing this up. Expansion drafts are bad. We shouldn't do them anymore. Players should be able to sign wherever they want to. Um, free agency just got introduced into the NWSL this past year. So I believe it started off with six years and up of playing. And then it's going to go down each year. So five will be this one this year. Four, three, two, one, et cetera. And by the time, well, let's do math, 2027, I feel like everyone should be able to do free agency. 2028, yeah. Um. But just like let players go where they want to go. Arod's a fantastic coach. I feel like she's gonna do really well. I can't wait to see who NWSL to the Bay hires for their coaching staff. If they try to get one of the coaches already in the league away or try to get a coach from Europe or uh somewhere else. And finally, the last expansion team I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about in the NWSL is the Boston team, which if you were watching the NWSL before the Boston Breakers were folded, you would know how an exciting team they were. 
I was not around to see that. A lot of your current league favorites play for the Boston Breakers. Um, one of them being Alyssa Nair, who is the number one goalie for the U.S. Women's National Team right now. I don't like the Boston move. They're going to go into a stadium that only sits 10,000 people. That's not the standard that we want here. We want to have more seats available for people, especially if you're picking a market like that. We should go into this thinking, okay, I need a stadium that at least holds twenty to 30,000 people because I know that this market is so good that we expect so many people to come out to these games where you're getting sellouts like Angel City in San Diego. And I know California is a whole different ballgame compared to the East Coast, but 10,000 seats isn't enough. You need to be playing at a bigger stadium. I personally want to see a team in Philly instead of Boston. Again, I'm riding the Philly train. I've never been to Pennsylvania. Um, They hosted the game in Chester, Pennsylvania, where the Philadelphia Union play for the – there were two Gotham games there, I believe. One of them was a send-off for Carly Lloyd. Um, y'all know how I feel about her. I don't like her. Um, and then the game, I think that there was one game against Orlando and then there was another one. I can't remember. Instead of having New Jersey, New York, Gotham FC, literally New Jersey and New York in the name. Why don't you have a team in Pennsylvania? It makes perfect sense. Have them play where the Philadelphia Union play. Partner with that organization. I like the markets there. Either that or Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas games, like Austin FC games look ridiculous. They play at Q2 Stadium, I think it's called. Massive crowds. One more place of suggestion, I would say, is Atlanta, Georgia. I'm not going to talk about Canada today, except for the PHF, because that's a whole different situation. But Atlanta... They fill their stadiums for Atlanta FC games. Absolutely filled to the max. A team down in the South to rival Orlando Pride would be absolutely perfect. Instead of worrying about North Carolina or something, the Georgia-Florida rivalry would be perfect. Perfect. I feel like the NWSL is missing out on going to new markets But instead, they're worried about pleasing the Boston Breakers fans, I feel like. I don't think it's time for Boston, but it's going to happen. Even though I'm not a fan of it, I would have preferred to see either Austin, Philly, or Atlanta get a team. And you know what? I'm just going to throw it out there. Put a team in Omaha. (laughs) Put a team in Omaha so I can go to an NWSL game. That's just for personal preference. All these people around here, they're like Kansas City fanatics, Kansas City Royal stuff, Kansas City Chiefs stuff. Um, what else? Name a Kansas City team. Why can I only think of two? That's awkward. They're oh, and sporting Kansas City. They're obsessed with Kansas City teams over here. I still haven't gone to a current game yet. I'd love to go to a current game. The road to visiting all the stadiums in the NWSL. <laughs> I'll never forget. 
when I was interviewing Kaylee Kurtz of the North Carolina Courage, and I told her that I had my bucket list is to visit all the stadiums in the NWL, and I was like, I've only been to one. And she said, Oh, you're gonna have a tough time, I guess. You better get started now. I'm like, that's kind of funny, but you're right. You're very right about that. Finally, let's move on to the PHF. So recently they expanded to Montreal um, with La Force Montreal as their new expansion team. They did not make the playoffs this year, I don't believe. I was too busy rooting for Toronto. Or shout out to Toronto for winning the PHF, winning the whole thing. Um, and shout out to Carly Jackson, who is co-host of more than 5% for winning it. Can't believe I didn't talk about this already. She's the backup goalie for Elaine Chuli. Dynamic duo, those two. What a game. I stayed up and watched. It went to OT. It's just, it was beautiful. Um, I hope they partied hard. And congrats to the Toronto Six. And more importantly, congrats to Carly Jackson. Now back to expansion talk. The Montreal team did not make the playoffs, but they have some absolute star power on their team. And I feel like they're only going to get better. If you remember last year, the PHF commissioner said that we were going to get two new teams. So everyone was wondering. They were like, okay, we have the one in Montreal. Where's the other one? And then we asked a week later, where's the other one? And then one more week later, we're like, where's the other one? And then finally, I don't know when, we we're gonna run. We're gonna run out of weeks. They announced that we we're all, there was only gonna be one team expanded, and that the other one may come next year. So, I was thinking selfishly that this team was gonna be in Chicago. Because why not? It's Chicago. Put a women's hockey team in Chicago for crying out loud. Other places that were considered. Um, I think Pittsburgh was a place that was considered Tampa Bay. They want to keep everything together on the East Coast. The farthest team as of right now is the Minnesota Whitecaps. Lost in the final, by the way. They are the farthest West team, which is absurd. Um, So they're not going to expand to the West Coast. So sorry to my West Coast friends Um, and probably the Midwest they're probably not going to do that. They want to stick to a centralized area first before they can say they're comfortable with moving in, uh, moving to the other direction on the country. And apparently there's supposed to be another Canadian team. So we're getting another Canadian team in that league and a U.S. team. But where's the U.S. team going to go? Where do I think it should go? Personally speaking... I think if it doesn't go in Chicago, which I think it should, so there's another team closer to Minnesota, if it doesn't go into Chicago, I think it should go somewhere in Ohio, maybe in Columbus um, or in Madison, Wisconsin. I'm going to tell you why. These are college hockey towns, women's hockey to be specific. We saw Ohio State and Wisconsin in that NCAA women's hockey final in which Wisconsin won, won nothing. 
those two schools have been doing extremely well for women's hockey in the past five years, along with Minnesota. And so to not have a team there, I feel like is disrespectful to the, all the work they've been doing and can also be like another guide for them to say, hey, I can do th- do this professionally because, look, they have a team here. If you're not thinking about Midwest stuff, I would then suggest Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay area somehow. Because that's a hockey town for sure. Tampa Bay Lightning. There's a lot of teams in Florida. I don't really consider Florida a hockey place, but. Yeah. I didn't really think about it until now. Florida is a hockey state. But that's all I got for expansion today. So, WNBA expansion, NWSL expansion, and PHF expansion, all talked about in today's episode. That's going to be it for me. Let me know on Twitter what you think of today's show. If you're not following me on social media, guess what? You can. I'm on so many different places. On Twitter, you can follow me at WSportsMatter, and on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube, It's all women's sports matter. We are 11 followers away from 1,000 on Instagram. So if you haven't followed the Instagram account already, make sure you do so. Want to get to 1,000 before the end of the month. So I'm very excited for when we hit that milestone follow. I don't really have much else going on. You have one more week of me before we switch over to guest hosting. I will be in Iceland for. A week and a half so we're gonna have guest hosts here who are going to um fill in for me when i'm gone and one of those is brant and me and i will let you all know on twitter when the other one is confirmed finally all the resources are linked down below mental health stuff um player association stuff if you want to read up about that um Planes are noisy as hell here. Uh, Let me know on Twitter again. Tell me what you think is a viable option for three the three leagues that I talked about today. Give me a location for the NWSL, WNBA, and PHF. Again, that's at W Sports Matter. Or you can DM me on Instagram, Women Sports Matter. I think that's it. I don't think I have anything else to say today. It's kind of a nice day here in Lincoln, so I'm going to go enjoy the weather and enjoy the last week of classes before I head back home for the summer. If you happen to be in Kane County on June 30th is Women in Sports Night, and of course, I haven't really been a helping hand in planning that, but my wonderful co-workers at Kane County have been doing so much work to make sure that night is successful, more than more successful than last year. Um, so if you happen to be in town on June 30th, I'd really appreciate it if you made your way over to Women in Sports Night. That's going to do it for me. Again, my name is Janibal Castro. I'm the host of Women's Sports Matter. Have a fantastic day or night or afternoon whenever you're listening to this, but I hope you listen always at Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Central Time. This has been my show. I'm going to go have breakfast now. Have a nice rest of your day. I'll see you next time. That's all, folks. See ya.